This is How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. Where we teach you the skills you need to go from your living room to the main event. What's up, guys? Welcome back to How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast. My name is John, and I'm at the table with Aaron. Aaron, what's up, man? Hey, John. Man, I'm doing good today. I'm excited to be in here as always. And, um, you know, it's spring, and there's a lot of changes going on with spring. For sure. Um, And we got a lot of stuff uh, happening uh, here at How to Become a Pro Wrestler, too. For sure. All kinds of great stuff always going on here with our training programs and with our YouTube and Facebook pages and stuff. So please be sure you're following us on all of those. More to come on that stuff later. But today, we are going to talk about something that's in Aaron and I's wheelhouse for sure, which is particular fitness movements that I want you guys yep. focusing on to create something that is very, very precious to a lot of pro wrestlers. I hear them mention it, throw it back and forth all the time, and that is body control. Mm-hmm. That is how to achieve mastery over the body and move in the ring like a champ, guys. So actually being aware of where your body is or where your limbs or what they're doing like in space like as you're moving inside the ring is super super important like you can think about guys in pro wrestling like even if you haven't heard the phrase body control which i hope you have but like you can like like when i say that and kind of define it there what wrestlers come to mind like for me i think about like like aj styles or even like ricochet or someone um these guys just seem to effortlessly move Mm. throughout the ring like they're never tripping up over their own feet um they're just they're they're aware of their space at all times so body control that's what we're going to talk about today so every single day every single workout every single training session you do should have a purpose if you cannot explain why you are doing something in the gym or in the ring then why are you doing it Today, you are going to learn the workout routines you need to master body control and move like an absolute champion inside the ring. So real quick before we get started, because it relates to this very, very well, we have our training program Strong Style available right now at howtobecomeaprowrestler.com. In Strong Style, we help you develop body control with very specific routines over a 12-week program that you do inside your very own gym. So check out Strong Style. It's available right now. All right. In the archives, we have an episode of this very podcast in which we list five moves for body control. It's a great episode. I, re- I went and re-listened to it in anticipation of doing this episode because I knew I wanted to revisit the subject. I highly recommend giving that one a listen. But today, we are going to kind of revisit the topic and narrow it down to the top three. And I've, I've, I've actually added one. So like technically now I'm giving you six. But today we're only talking about three of them. One of them is new. New-ish. So... Um, These are the things that we want you to use inside your training if you want that precious body control that we're always talking about. So let's dive right into it. The first one that I want to talk about with you guys is isometrics. All right. So you might be familiar with that phrase or you might just be familiar with the movements themselves and you don't realize that's what they're called. But isometric exercises are tightening or the contractions of a specific muscle or muscle groups during isometric exercises, so like holding a position for a prolonged period of time. The muscle doesn't noticeably change length. The affected joint also doesn't move. And isometric exercises are great for maintaining strength. They're not ideal for increasing strength, Mm -hmm. but they are great at helping you maintain strength. And now let me give you some examples of these so you can kind of figure out all that stuff I just said, what it means. So a plank, 
right? A plank is probably one of the most commonly known ones yeah. where you're in a plank, you know, it's, it's the old, the old joke is like, uh, uh, a doctor tells you you've got you know two minutes to live, so you get down in a plank. He's like, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Well, I want to I want to live forever because planks feel like they're forever, <laughs> even if you're just doing it for two minutes, right?" So, planks are incredibly difficult. That is an isometric exercise where you've got your your glutes, your quads, your core, everything firing off at once and squeezing. Nothing looks like it's moving. Right. I mean, because it's not. Nothing's changing length during an isometric exercise, but you're stabilizing all of those joints really in a plank specifically from your ankles all the way into your shoulders mm-hmm. and even your neck, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. Even and your neck as well. Everything. Yeah. For sure. So this is a way to hold that position and master that specific position. Some other great examples of isometrics would be like a wall sit. So like putting your back flat against the wall and squatting down until your legs are at about 90 degrees and just holding that position. Like you're sitting in a chair with no chair, mm-hmm. only up against a wall. That's a great one to develop strength within your quads and your legs. Um, and maintain that position. Things like a glute bridge, so like laying on your back, pressing through your feet and driving your hips up to the sky mm-hmm. and just holding that, squeezing your butt, that's another great isometric exercise that you can do to hold and strengthen those particular uh, angles that yeah. you might have to be in in a pro wrestling match at mm-hmm. some point in time. Yeah. So in, in strong style, mm-hmm. we have a push-up position plank that yes. starts out right starts out at week one, and what that is, instead of being on your elbows like most mm-hmm. guys do plank, you're on your hands, right. which is why it's push-up position. Right. But um, that, that one's in there for an isometric. And then we also have, uh, well, I can't remember what week it is, but we actually have an isometric hold where you're holding mm-hmm. a, a chin-up position, yes. like at 90. Yes. And that one is... It is very difficult, but it's later right. in the program, so you can build up strength. But it is great at body control. Oh, it's, uh, it's well. awesome. And I said that, like, I started this by saying that isometrics are not the greatest thing for for building or increasing strength. But, like, when I say that they're good for maintaining strength, like, like, like Aaron just said, think about getting on a chin-up bar and holding with your elbows bent at about 90 degrees. Like, maintaining that tension in your biceps mm-hmm. and your elbows – then when you get down and you go to like the dumbbells and you're doing your hammer curls or something, I mean, it feels amazing. Yeah. Like it feels not effortless, but man, it feels so much easier like yeah. to be able to curl those weights because you're not just holding that position. Cause if you can hold your body at 90 degrees, then I mean, a really heavy set of dumbbells is no problem for you a lot of times. Yeah. Well, and, and I want to mention those other exercises because mm-hmm. I think a lot of, when you think isometrics, a lot of times yeah. people, um, just kind of go to the like the yeah. plank, the which planks. is, is, yeah. is very common in there. But you can do this for about everything. I mean, mm-hmm. you got the planks, you have the wall sits. Oh yeah. Um, in the program, I think there's also some split squats where you're mm-hmm. holding a static position with your knee off the ground and you're just in a split squat. So there's a lot of isometrics uh, in there. And not to get too sciencey on this mm-hmm. podcast with it, but um, the way this kind of works is like your your muscles have to produce force, like to lift mm-hmm. a weight. So when you're holding, your muscles are still producing force. Right basically fighting gravity yes but producing force so they are they are working and contracting hard in those positions absolutely um, so that's i love isometrics and to relate it to pro wrestling i mean being able to hold a position in the ring itself is vital for the safety of yourself and your opponent yeah so knowing you can sustain some of these compromising situations or positions will not just keep you safe it'll keep you looking strong and resilient inside the ring like that's Something that's always was super important to me. I don't like to, I, I want things to look fairly effortless for mm-hmm. me in the ring. And, you know, the, when you look at a professional wrestler and it, you're like, man, it looks so effortless. So that's probably because they put in 
tons of hours of really hard work to yeah. make it look effortless. And, and these isometrics are a great way to get you more bang for your buck by just holding a position. Yeah. I always think when, so if you're in the ring and um, mm-hmm. a wrestler is picking up the guy mm-hmm. um, and his legs are straight up in the oh, air, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And you think, oh, look how strong the guy yes. holding him is. Like, no, the yeah. dude that's doing all the work. The guy that's upside down. Yes, is doing all the work, is holding, to stay in that position. If you've ever been in like that suplex position with your with your legs straight up in the air and your head under another guy's arm and you're bracing on their on their waist usually, like... I've held that position for an extended period of time, and yeah, it's to make the other guy, the guy doing the move, look impressive. But the the fact that like like I know when I'm in that position, my abs are on fire, yeah. like I'm just burning. You're pointing your toes at the ceiling, your quads start to burn. So like yeah, being able to hold those positions, like you might see it on TV and think you're going to try it. If you haven't practiced some of these isometric holds, you're not going to be able to do it properly. So get in the gym and do these things, so you know that you can do it when it comes time to do it in the ring. Right. All right, guys, let's move on to number two. Let's move on to what I might consider to be my favorite style of training of all time. I mean, I go back and forth between this, and we talk about the sled on this podcast before as well. But we're going to talk about loaded carries. They happen to be a specialty of mine. I absolutely love loaded carries of every single variety. And a loaded carry is really just a movement that consists of loading oneself, so loading your body, with a weighted implement and walking for like a predetermined distance or time. So... um, It's an effective, uh, but super simple exercise variation. Loaded carries can develop and enhance muscle strength as well as training proper movement patterns. So what's some examples of loaded carries? Be like the farmer's carry, which is where maybe you have a dumbbell in each hand and you just take off walking. Um, I do lots of walks in my weighted vest. So that's a loaded walk right there, just putting on a 20 pound weighted vest, going for an extended walk. Um, a Zerker carry, which we've talked about on this podcast, actually I reference in that, that older episode, I reference the, the Zerker carry specifically, which is where you carry a barbell in essentially the crooks of your elbows and pull it in tight to your, your diaphragm and walk. That's a great one. An overhead carry, where you put a weight over your head, either with one arm or both arms, and take off walking. And there's, there's endless varieties beyond that. Med ball carries we have in Strong Style, I believe. We actually have a bear hug carry in there mm-hmm. as well. So tons and tons of different variations. But loaded carries are a great way to build some absolute strength. So being able to move under load, I've always considered a cheat code for life in general. It's especially a cheat code for professional yeah. wrestling. Like just imagine being able to move with the – and you have to. You have to be able to move with the, with the, the weight of your opponent – against you at all times or a lot of times like Mm -hmm. um, the weight of your opponent pushing against you or if you're uh, a wrestler that picks people up a lot for your your finishing moves or whatever like you got to be able to move while you have these people under the power of your body yeah loaded carries are so great because they check so many boxes Mm -hmm. so you have the overall strength that you're talking about Mm -hmm. you know having to carry that you also have isometric holds in there because you're holding the weight overhead or you know it's loaded um and then um, you also get a lot of conditioning with this, oh, too. Yeah. So My I favorite, mean, yes. Yeah, I mean, it checks a lot of boxes. Yeah, more bang for your buck, which is kind of what we're all about here. I always talk about maximizing your minutes. And loaded carries really hit that, where you can get muscle growth, muscle stability, joint stability, all those different things, and cardiovascular, of course. Like, try, you know, pick up a, a couple hundred-pound dumbbells and start walking. It's not going to take long for you to get out of breath, mm-hmm. guys. So, yeah. And your grip strength is going to get crazy good. And, um, and just the overall health benefits of loaded carries. They belong in anybody's training program. That's why they're, they're heavily featured in strong style as well. 
So the last one I want to talk about today is actually new. It's not new to this podcast, but it's new to the concept of body control. I didn't really talk about this one on that last episode, and um, I neglected to do so because this is super, super important. So that's why I have to add it in today. And it's one of the main reasons I wanted to do this newer episode on a similar topic, and that is tempo training, right? So tempo movements. Tempo training is adding a set tempo or just call it speed into your training to help you build more muscle and improve your strength. Mm -hmm. This essentially means that you have another factor added into your training, which is the speed at which you perform your reps. So you think about that, think about like doing a a push-up. Let's say we're getting the floor for a push-up, we're in that push-up position, and we're going to do a set of push-ups, but instead of just going up and down, we're gonna go down toward the floor and count to three. One, two, three, and as soon as our chest hits the floor, we explode back up. Like that could be your tempo, which would be three down, one up. Mm-hmm. Like something you could also modify that. You could do three down, three up, three second hold, three down, three up, three yeah. second hold. That's tempo as well. There's all those different variances where you can add that in. But tempo training tells you so much about your body's ability to move. Think about performing a squat with 10 seconds on the way down. That is going to tell you everything you need to know about where you're weakest in that position but um an added bonus of tempo work is this is how you strengthen your joints and tendons guys like this is the best way to do that um your tendons are dense so i often describe muscles as kind of a sponge so like if you take a sponge you put it in water you squeeze it it soaks up all the water muscles are kind of like that with the blood they'll soak up the blood It goes through them really well. They're very porous, your muscles are, but your tendons are not. Your tendons are, however, just as susceptible to like hypertrophy, so like growth and strength increases as your muscles, but they take different styles of training because your regular training does not grow or strengthen your tendons quite like it does your muscle. You have to do things like tempo, and that's because tendons are super dense. They're crazy dense. They're like a, a, I don't don't even know, they're not like a sponge. They're more like one of those like soapstone things or something Mm -hmm. like where they will soak up water, but they gotta sit in it for a long time. And so your tendons need you to go slow and under control to get that blood in there. And this is how you get healthy joints, healthy tendons, absorb that blood. And a lot of wrestlers that I know some of the major superstars that you know in, in professional wrestling that are always riddled with injuries, a lot of them are because their muscles outgrew their tendons. I mean, I think it really just comes down to that. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's steroid abuse and all that kind of stuff as well. And, and that plays into it, of course, as well. Like their steroids caused their muscles to grow so much and their tendons couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. So they couldn't absorb the impact that those much larger, more powerful muscles were taking. And that's why they get injured. So tempo training, Something like a slow on the way down, which is how I usually program. So that's how strong style kind of is, where we've yeah. got you tempo training in the negative mm-hmm. portion of a movement and um, fast in the in the positive uh, portion of the movement. So yeah, in there yeah. I think we have push-ups, which is like a five-second negative, mm-hmm. right? And then I think we have some incline dumbbell presses. Yeah. And those are either a five or a seven. Mm-hmm. I can't. Um, yeah. But really controlling that negative, which mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah is great and it makes it. it it really, like you're talking about, like if you have beat up shoulders and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and you're doing that and you're really controlling it, mm-hmm. it really just lubes those tendons and like ligaments in there Absolutely. to make it start feeling good a little quicker. It changes everything, guys. Next time you do dumbbell bench press, and like he said, it's in our Strong Style program, but next time you're doing dumbbell bench press, I like to get on a mild incline. So I'll get on a bench with a just a mild incline, yeah. and I will do dumbbells, and I'll go 
three to four seconds on the way down toward my chest. When it gets to my chest, I will sit there in that stretched position on my chest for two to three seconds. I'll feel that stretch and actually let the dumbbell sink down past my chest if possible, and then you explode up as fast as possible. That is one of my new favorite upper body push moves. I just love the angle at which it gets you, especially with that mild incline and the stretch that it gets on your chest at the bottom. It's And, and yeah, your shoulders are not destroyed afterwards. Like a lot of guys that tell me they have shoulder issues, I'm like, well, what is your what is your what's your chest day look like? And they tell me it's barbell this, barbell that. And a lot of times, like, well, if you so the barbell itself is not conducive to somebody that has an existing injury. Right. Like I don't really think. I mean, it, of course, a barbell can cause an injury if you're lifting it improperly. But if you are already predisposed to injury, and then you go get on a barbell, it's not necessarily the greatest thing in the world for you. Dumbbells would be a much superior option. So get healthy before you go back to the barbell. But you can use that tempo training to get that superior range of motion, to get that nice and controlled descent on there, and keep your joints and tendons healthy, guys. That's what that's really what it's all about. So you got you can't be injured, or you're not going to be out there making money as a pro wrestler. Yeah, and when you're talking body control, mm -hmm. if you're doing, if you have um, the isometrics in there, which mm -hmm. is the static and the yeah. different positions, yep. and then if you have the tempo where you're really controlling yes. through a full range of motion, right. all of a sudden, whenever you have to do those things that require you to stabilize, like mm -hmm. I always think about like ricochet, like on, on the top rope oh, doing stuff. Yeah. And I mean, the ability for him to balance and do right. all of that. I mean, muscles are firing like crazy, yes. that, and he makes it look like effortless, yeah, like for you sure. said. But I mean, his uh, if to be able to do the body control with the tempo mm -hmm. and then the isometrics is what gets you there. Absolutely, right? training for that. Yeah, without a doubt, that's the way to get there. That's the way you do it and stay healthy the whole time. Well, all right, guys. So we talked about three things today. I'm gonna run through them again real quick. Which we talked about isometric exercises like your plank and wall sit. We talked about loaded carries like your farmers, your zerker, your overhead carries, and we talked about tempo training, mm -hmm. which is the duration of which you perform the specific reps. And and again, on tempo, like you can play with that. Set yourself a standard, like three seconds down, two second hold, yeah. one second up, and play with that, that scheme. It could be three, three, three. Three second down, three second hold, three second up. Yeah. It's another great one to play with. Yeah, so. right now, just a little personal what I'm uh -huh. doing right now. I'm doing four seconds down. Yeah. I'm doing a two second pause. If I'm in like a, a contracted position where I can really squeeze the muscle. Mm -hmm. If not, I, I just kind of go ahead and go back up. But then I'm doing a four second positive. Right. So I go, say, just take the chest press since we were talking about that. I'm going down for four seconds. Mm -hmm. And then I may pause there for two, like you said, and then right. one up for four seconds. Oh, yeah. um, one of the other things that I've been doing is, um, and I man, you guys need to go do this. Uh, John mentioned it about doing that squat down for 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. But I've been taking those. I've been doing it ridiculously long because I've just been testing stuff out. Mm -hmm. But I've been taking 60 seconds to do a full squat. So yeah, 30 yeah. seconds down, 30 seconds up. It's crazy, yeah. But, man, it will let you know. I can tell when my, like, if my hip's tight yes. or if my ankle needs some work just because I'm having to control so slowly in every position. Um, it, it's almost like just uh, like a body analysis of what I, I need say, to do. It's like reading your squat like a book. Yeah. Like, yes. You, you do not know. Those, I see guys do it all the time in the gym. I, I see them load up a barbell and then squat down, just let the trap door fall out from yeah. under them and go down as fast as possible and then try to just explode up. I hate to say it, guys, and it's impressive if somebody can do that with a lot of weight, sure, but it's not conducive to long-term health and strength, and it's not true, true strength. Mm -hmm. Like, being able to just 
crash into the bottom, use that little bit of stretch reflex, that bounce you get out of the bottom of a squat to, to hopefully bounce it back up and then say you got the rep, as opposed to watch some of the legend, the, the most legendary squatters in the world out there. Watch like a Tom Platts or a, or a Ronnie Coleman even or somebody like that. How slow and controlled Brian Shaw, um, all these guys, Eddie Hall, these, these strong men and stuff, like slow and controlled on the way down and then when they get down there, they are explosive on the way up. Like that's true strength. Like amazing, amazing strength. I always think, you know, if you got a guy in wrestling, if you have mm -hmm. a, a guy that's going to pick up someone like uh, yeah. like Andre the Giant, like yeah. someone that's huge, you know, if if things don't go right because they can do it explosively and yes. use the momentum to get it, but yes. if something doesn't quite go right mm -hmm. and they have to muscle, let's say muscle mm -hmm. their way through, that is difficult. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen it a ton. Goldberg hit it a ton of times when yeah. he was trying to pick guys up, yeah. and you just, I mean, something goes off. Yeah, like, and you yeah. just see him muscle it up. I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, I mean, I knew he was strong, but I didn't right. realize he could do that. Um, but think about that. You are moving slowly through that mm -hmm. position to get it up there. Because yep. um, if he was to try to explode out of that, which he couldn't because the weight was too heavy, but that, yeah, right. that's going to, if he didn't, if he wasn't strong in that position, he wouldn't be able to get He wouldn't those be able to do it at all. Yeah. All right, guys, your time in the ring and in the gym should be about maximizing your minutes. Never waste movements. Plan and execute to the best of your abilities and become the professional that you've always dreamed of being in the ring. All right, guys? So, Strong Style, the strength training program that we mentioned earlier, is going to be available soon on an app called Train Heroic. We are super excited to be bringing that to you. It's not available yet, but we're hoping to streamline Strong Style, give you a better experience through that app. That's an app that I've used in the past for various other training programs. I love the way that app keeps track of all your progress for you. Also allows you to kind of compare your results to the other people that yeah. are using Strong Style. So like if you've got, if I've got a few dozen people doing Strong Style, you can all look, you can look back and see what, if I was doing it, you could look back and see what uh, Coach John did on his split yeah. squats that week. So that's a great, awesome thing. Once we do get that launched, I may actually do that. I may just go through and do the program again myself so you guys can compare your results to mine, et cetera. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I have the back. I just have the back end of that to finish up, but I'm excited, guys, mm -hmm. because it, it has a, a whole lot of tools that I think will be good for the community yes. and then make it a little bit easier for you all when you're in the gym. I need to check out the videos and things. Right. So like if you need to see a video, you'll have it right there available on the app so you can bring it up immediately, check it out and all that great stuff. So we will keep you posted on that, guys. I'm super excited. I hope yeah. we can get Strong Style from Train Heroic out for you ASAP. So also, please don't forget to check us out on YouTube. We're dropping videos all the time on YouTube. We are at How to Become a Pro Wrestler. Please click all the notifications so you know whenever we post a new video. Leave us a comment. Leave us a like. Let us know what you'd like to see in the future. But thanks, guys. Thanks you for listening for How to Become a Pro Wrestler, the podcast, where we teach you the skills that you need to go from your living room to the main event. And don't wait for your opportunity, guys. Take it.